What's up, football-loving maniacs? We back. We back with a vengeance. Devin Carr with three honest lads. Got another special one for you. A lot of movement in the USL Championship in the offseason. Big names. I'm talking about Boy Wonder himself. I've been saying it for years. When are you guys going to start to f- listen? The best midfielder in the USL Championship, bar none, Aiden Quinn joins us. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. What an intro. I'm not sure if that's true, but I like it. Well, you know, the good news is, is my scouting report and my words apparently get you a contract boost. No, that's not how it works, right? Hey, keep saying it then. Keep saying <laughs> it. Go, go. <laughs> Look, man, I've been preaching your praises for a long time, dude. Number one, um, as always, thank you again for joining us. Let's get this out of the way. Um, the Orange County faithful past couple of seasons under Braden, you guys have set records and, you know, regular season, made some runs in the postseason, falling just a little bit short. Walk me through your time in Orange County right up until the point you decide, okay, it's time to make a change. Yeah. Um, I loved Orange County. I loved my time there. Um, Brayden kind of, he brought me in and he treated me unbelievably. Um, he kind of gave me a lot, a lot on my shoulders and I took it. And I think we, we, uh, we did a lot of good things together and, uh, yeah, I have nothing but respect for the the club, and I think we did great things. But for me personally, and uh, for my wife, and and what we want to do in our future, I think it's just time to leave and kind of start something new. And Phoenix was the that answer for us. So let's talk about that. I think it's one thing to move in the off season for sure. It's another thing to go to a rival, go to a foe. I mean, dude, some of the that I've seen come out of your mouth on air. I know what you've said to some of these guys that you're now teamed up against. I've heard you to the ref. I've heard you to the coaches. I've heard you to the players. It's not exactly easy to walk into the lion's den, number one. Number two, to turn it around and say, hey, I'm running the pride now. So walk me through the decision-making. When did the courtship start? And what was that transition like? Or I should say, what has it been like to Phoenix so far? Yes. Um, there's always been a little bit of mutual interest between Phoenix and myself. Um, coming back to the first year, I was in the Western Conference. And, and any, uh, every, every other club in the USL, too, by the way. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, so I think you, you look at Phoenix, you look at them from a club's uh, aspect, and there's not really anything better in the USL, um, especially in the West Coast. There's there's Phoenix and then there's the Louisvilles. Uh, so those are the top clubs, I think. And <laughs> For me and where I'm at in my career, I'm, I'm getting older and I, I want to be in a club like that. I want to get treated well. I want to be, I want to have no worries really. And uh, I knew Phoenix is one of the biggest clubs in the league and I never got the move to the MLS. So I thought, you know what, let's, let me go uh, try my hand at Phoenix. Um, like you said, I was competing against these guys for three years. Um, so I'm sure there was some words said, but all the guys have been unbelievable. The culture that they talk about, like you, you hear them talk about it, you don't really know what they're saying. And then I come here and I feel it right away. Um, the guys are unbelievable. They, they take you in. Um, you feel like you've been here for a while. Uh, yes, I, the culture is nothing like I've ever experienced. Um, it's been great. I think I'm just here to help build it and kind of leave my legacy if I can. But um, the guys before me that have been here, they've obviously done an excellent job. So I'm just trying to carry that torch for them. Aiden, let's see if we can pull the curtain back a little bit here. You talked about, especially on the West Coast, that there's nothing else like it. You said the Louisville's. I totally get that. Of course, you've got history there. Let the fans know, was there a possibility that you would have ended up somewhere else? Yeah, there's uh, <laughs> there was about three teams I was thinking about. Um, and my wife had something to say about that too, because she's uh, she's kind of going to love the West Coast, and she's from Ohio. But uh, it kind of came down to three teams. But uh, in the end, we just made a decision what was best for us, and kind of what was best for me. I I wanted a different little challenge, so that kind of 
uh, OC, I kind of thought ran its course and I thought we ended up mutually agreeing that it was probably the best case that I move on and is, there's no hard feelings. I don't think, I think both of us were kind of sad that it was ending, but no hard feelings. And in the end, uh, yeah, for me, I just, I, I really want to go to Phoenix because I, I've been in this league for, uh, I think this is my eighth year and I haven't won a championship and before I'm done, I really want to win a championship. So I think this is my best shot. Respectfully, out of all the guys too that are in the league, both coaches and players, you are one of the few who I could probably do the entire bio top to bottom out of respect for what you've done and also the amount of games that I've covered for you. I Maybe I'm an idiot for not knowing this, and plenty of people probably think I am, but that's fine. I have no problem putting myself in the limelight here. I actually did not realize that the move from Orlando City to Louisville was a lot easier for you than it seemed because USL Pro License for Orlando City actually went to the owner, Wayne Espinal, who moved to Louisville. I didn't know that. Did you? You had to have. I did. And uh, James O'Connor, I played with at Orlando and yep. he knew he was taking the job. So at the end of Orlando season, he kind of brought me in and said he wanted to bring me to Louisville. And at that moment, I actually said no, because um, I actually got brought in the Philly unions uh, preseason again. Um, and after they let me go, let me go for the second time, I had no team. And so I was kind of just bumming it at a, uh, at my wife's place. She was my girlfriend and she was in college. So I went to Akron, kind of bummed it there for a, a month or two and trained with the team. And then James, I called James and see that they had another spot. And he said, yeah. And I came in and about four or five games in, um, that's when I came into Louisville and then, yeah, so I did well there. And yeah, the rest is history. I've been in the USL ever since. The fun little things we pick up when you have these little conversations, do a little bit of digging. That's a fun story, dude. I, um, I didn't know that it's, I had heard about off-season moves for you, what potentially could be, talking about your past and, and what may or may not have transpired with an opportunity MLS. I knew the one stint with Philly. I didn't know there was two. Um, let's talk about it then. So, Phoenix Rising, you're here. Um, heard some rumors behind the scenes. Maybe not everybody's 100%. I'm not going to spill the beans on that one. Let's just talk about what you've learned so far. And you're walking into talk about going from Orange County to, to Phoenix. You're walking into a rivalry. I have to call it. I would imagine. I mean, the fans are asking if it feels like a rivalry. We'll get to that in a second. How was it walking into the first game of the season on national television, opening up a new stadium against a team like San Diego Loyal, who the blood between they and Phoenix Rising isn't exactly good? Yeah. Yeah. I think um, it's going to be great. I think. Obviously, Phoenix has done what they've done the last few years, so they earned that respect. And San Diego came to the league, and uh, they started off decently, but towards the end of the year, I think you saw how well they they did. Um, they brought in a couple guys and really changed their team. And um, yeah, they became a really really good team. Um, obviously, some things happened between the clubs, um, but so I think there is a little bit of rivalry there. But uh, I think it's just two of the the top teams in the league going at it on opening weekend. So it's going to be a bloodbath. Like you said, I think it's going to be great. And this is coming from fans directly. I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but I promised them for the football loving man actually through three on the slides that we would ask everybody at Phoenix who was there last year and experienced this firsthand. They do consider this a rivalry, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's I real. think, I think it's real. I think it's there. Um, I don't think the two clubs are uh, best friends, so I think it'll it'll be fun. In your experience, what's the mood? I understand it's the past, but again, um, I have some people asking here. The question is, what's the mood or how do the players feel about not being able to play the final last year? I understand you weren't there, but I'm sure you've been around that conversation. 
fans themselves were angry and they couldn't imagine how it was how it has felt for the players. Any conversations about what that's been like for them in the process afterward? Yeah, I think that a lot of them said that there was no real closure. I think they felt really good about their chances. I, I know Rick was saying that the week of training, they were buzzing and the guys were looking sharp and they just had this really good feeling about it. Um, but of course, you never know what's going to happen. I'm sure Tampa probably feels the same way. Uh, it was a big bummer, even just for uh, me as an outsider in, in the league. You kind of just want to see who would win that game. I know I was excited to watch it just because obviously we play Phoenix and then I knew Tampa was a good team and I had some buddies on that team. So that would have been fun to watch. But um, yeah, it's just kind of a bummer that it didn't get played and there's no real end of the year champion. But um, yeah, I think that gives these guys, especially the guys that are returning a little bit more, more motivation because there's still no star above the badge. And I think that's what they really want. I interviewed one of your um, frenemies, we'll call it, um, a couple hours ago. Again, we're going to release these just prior to the match. I was talking to Jack Blake. I know you've got a little bit ink yourself, just like he did. I asked him, I said, hey, how much did you acquire during quarantine? He goes, hey, man, I'm really loyal. My guy's back in England. I'm not getting anything done without him. Did you get anything new, either A, in the offseason or B, during quarantine that, that we can share? I did not get anything in quarantine because... One, I, I didn't know if we were going to continue to get paid like uh, a lot of people in the world. So there's that. And then uh, also my wife and I were we were hoping to buy a house or uh, or something wherever we ended up, whether it was in Orange County or somewhere else. Um, so we were saving for that. And uh, yeah, so I spent all my money on a house here in Phoenix. So <laughs> that, that, I know that feeling. That adds up real quick. Trust me, I'm living in this apartment right now because I'm broke because we're doing an addition renovation on our home. One day, even though I've made reference to it on the pod a couple of times, one day there will be video and pictures. We can all come down and have a party. The last fun question, and it is fun, that I have for one of the Phoenix fans at Faking Insanity is... <laughs> I can't believe I'm reading this. Since neither team has a deal with Puma, do these players feel fortunate or are left out to not have a honeycomb jersey this year? Oh, God. I think <laughs> I had some honeycomb on my Orange County stuff last year. Yeah. It wasn't like the, the design that everybody's uh, replicating this year. But, of course, um, Adidas rules the roost in what's going on on this Friday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ESPN2. Phoenix Rising hosting San Diego Loyal, opening up Wild Horse Pass. A uh, couple little fun questions on the way out. We're going to do word association. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven concerning Phoenix, San Diego, and the footballing world in general. One word answers. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Just word, word association. Nothing difficult. Don't worry. Rick Schantz. Great. Corey Robertson. Passionate. <laughs> so I was hoping for short. <laughs> Passion, passionate's a good way to describe Corey. Santi Moar. Enthusiastic. Jack Blake. Rival. Corey Herzog. <laughs> <laughs> uh Corey. Um PG. PG, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Corey. Uh busy. Fair enough. Landon Donovan. Uh legend. Well played. Last one, bro, and then we'll get you out of here. Promotion relegation in the United States structure, whether it's tiered or not, yes or no? Oh uh, for me, obviously, bro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I think you knew that already. Oh, the man himself. Aiden Quinn, ladies and gentlemen, the maestro in the midfield has turned his orange to the new red and black. My man, thanks for joining us again, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Best of luck this Friday night. Can't wait to see you guys in action. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Cheers, dude.